Station. The Escape Pod. Welcome to Turnstile Records presents The Escape Pod. I'm Jez Bot. I'm Jimmy Taco. And I'm Sean Enough. Are we all in slow mo? No, we're mode? not. No, that's just uh, Sean's been good enough to let us use his studio today uh, using the Zoom H6 digital recorder. Oh, so we're on location. That's what we're correct. basically saying. So uh, you put that together. Well done. I like the slow version. I think yeah. I'm, the I, intro. Think I'm, I think I'm into it. Yeah. Well, it did. It seemed to slow the pace of the show a little bit. But uh, I, I thought I'd. Uh, I've loaded the soundboard up this evening, so I um, I thought I'd put a bit of a spin on it just to you know because we're in a different location, sort of yeah. make it a, a, a different thing. So it's know? good. I, I thought about bringing the soundboard, but um, opted out of it. Yeah, too well, much gear. You're saying too much stuff. I mean, you do have a full briefcase here. It's the pod box. It's more than a briefcase. It's really a road case, isn't it? You got your you got your leads. You got your power. You got your backup computer. Mm. Your uh, your jacks. Mm. Spare yeah. gonks. Spare gonks. Yeah. Retractable pencils. Can never get enough gonks. But I'm, uh, I'm actually like, I'm liking this setup uh, in a different studio. Spice it up a bit. Still at home. We've got a turntable here. It feels pretty good. That's wiggy, right. Wiggy, wiggy. That's right. What's mine is yours. You're at home. Consider yourself at home. Um, I've gone to the... su casa. I think <laughs> exactly. that's not how you, you... I don't think you say it like that. Yeah, I was, I was going to try it, but I thought I'd probably get it wrong. And that's... <laughs> Not the thing to do on a recording, a public recording. That's right. But um, you might notice that I've got some um, some fake foliage. Yep, I did mm. notice that foliage. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's just to make you feel a bit more at ease with being in the inner city suburbs. Yeah, okay. Um, just to give it that, you know, that, that suburban, country-esque feel. Synthetic look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, fakers, no fakers here. That's right. Don't eat it. No. Um, there you go. But uh, I do, yeah. Appreciate appreciate the surroundings. It's uh, it's pretty damn good here. Mm. Um, Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, earlier this week, I was. Uh, I mean, it's, it's it's a little bit embarrassing, but uh, I was doing a bit of uh, manscaping. Now, okay. Not uh, not in the nether regions. Right. All right. So a little bit of little bit of long hairs on the chest. Few hairs growing out the nipples. Um, I want to. I want to do a cut back. Yeah. Don't. I, I opt out for the shave because it's a bit too uh, dangerous as it was. Yeah. Well, it's always going to um, grow more hairs once you shave. So I just thought cut that is, that is the worry, thought, isn't it? Mm, it's going to thicken it up. Cut them short. So I grab some on this side. Snippy doodah, snippy doodah. The mm. the um, scissores not not so sharp. So you got to do that old. That's dangerous. You know when you, you put tension where you force the blades together? Yeah, so you're basically just forcing it to snap. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah, you're putting te- the tensions on. And so I, uh, I got the left nipple covered, all right, all good, all snippety doodah. Yep. Got to the other side, snippety doodah, yep, all good. There was one stray hair, mm. and I just thought I'd just get it. Are you going to show I, us? I was, was going to do it, no. I was going to do an air cut. You know, when you, you, I'm not holding the hair, but I'm just, I'm just Oh, you cutting. got overconfident. And I've done it, but as I've pulled the tension, the blades have sort of gone really close, and I've kind of gone snip. And I, I snip nicked, the nipple. I nicked the old nipple. It's quite sensitive, the nipple, isn't it? If I was using the, uh, I was that. That's on the orange scissors. So oh, if I was using the blue scissors, I would have cut my nipple off clean. Yeah, nick the nip, um, nick the nip. But the nip. Uh, I stopped. I stopped mid slice. Now, lucky. I thought, yeah. you know. I, 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 I can see a few issues with it already. Yeah, yeah. It's not my greatest moment. Well, <laughs> you know, you, you know, it's more you, the technique, Tim. 
Yeah, it is. It was a bad technique. I think you should be, uh, you've got to be plucking those bad boys out of you. Yeah, yeah I think Jez is onto something. I, I just mean, thought, cut them short, then they're not going to, uh, what, no, in, gonna, ingrown or... It's going to sprout another hair. Now you've got two hairs on your nipple. What, so you cut you cut the end of one hair and then two hairs <laughs> That's pretty much that. like... Is that how it works? Yeah. Oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hydra from the Greek uh, mythology. Cut yeah. his head off and it grows two heads. Or citrus plants. But I thought, I'd, um, I thought I'd look on the old um, internet to make sure that um, I wasn't the only moron in the world. Um, and You're definitely not the only moron in the world no, that's cut no, their nipple. I don't, no. Uh, there's got to be a whole website dedicated to it. Surely. Well, I came across um, new trends. I know that's a popular thing on the, uh, the old podcast that we do new trends. Yes. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean, Still here. Sean, yeah. Fidget spinners. Um, we, we covered we got, them. We've got fidget, you got Plank, your fidget spinners. You've got your planking. You've, you've got, got your uh, shitting in public places. <laughs> yep. You've got your... Um, eating the um, the dishwashing tide challenge. Tide challenge. The people that right. are eating the thing. It's, it's, hmm. um, Flossing. But uh, it says here, new, new trends in manscaping. All right. Well, I'm, uh, okay. I'm on board. For the first time in American history, tattoos are trending towards mainstream status amongst younger generations. We've all noticed that. Is this an old article? This is an article. <laughs> From the, <laughs> the internet. Internet. <laughs> um, uh, perhaps the least talked about of all the um, adaptions to people's bodies. You've got your tattoos, you've got your nipple rings, you've got oh, your, yes. uh, all yeah, your yeah. little doodads and doodars. Um, is the surgical nipple removal. Right. right. Yep. Yep. Heard yep. about this? You seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, something that's primarily uh, performed on men, since nipple modifications on women can sometimes uh, cause blocked milk ducts and uh, mastitis. We don't want that. Uh, painful infection of a breast tissue. So, but uh, men have breast tissue as well. Yeah, but we're not making the, we're not making the milks. No, we're not. They're, they are. They're, they're essentially functionless. Yeah. These are people making a, a true point. Well, we know that they grow hairs. So, how do they? <laughs> How do they cut it off? I hear you ask. How do they cut it off, Tim? Ah, oh, I'm glad you asked. Generally, nipple removal is performed using a uh, using a clamp and cut technique. Mm. Clamp is attached to the nipple. Oh, the old clamp and cut. The old clamp and cut. It doesn't sound like a technique more than <laughs> more of just a like we'll have a crack at it. Yeah. Just, this is just how we're going to do it. Have a crack at it, yeah. yeah. Then the incision is made and uh, sutured. Is it? Yeah. S-U-T-U-R-E-D? What's it sutured? Like so stitched up. Sealed? Sealed, yep. Stitched. Seal me up for good? Yep. Uh, other methods aren't uncommon, though. I some, think that's more of an American... Some ditch the, the clamp altogether, while sure. others simply... just say stitched up. <laughs> yeah. They are. Others uh, simply cauterize the nipple. Yes. So, like, burn it off a la... Um, Rambo? Rambo styles. Mm. Yep. Mm. Which is a great movie. I love it. I grew up on Rambo 3. Yeah. Um, I watched it many, over and over again. I watched it so many times. Mm. And um, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a and great it's... movie. It's when America supported Afghanistan against the Soviets. And, and, and I, watched, I was on television the other night. And at the end, the movie actually, just before the credit rolls, like the end, this movie is dedicated to the people of Afghanistan. Mm. Or the... Oh, the honourable, gallant people oh, oh, really? of Afghanistan. Okay. And I had a bit of a chuckle because like, we all know how that went. <laughs> that turned out. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Rambo thing, I'm more of a Rambo one man myself. Uh, but every week, it's pretty much on, on, on a random station. So it's, yeah. you don't even have to like, 
oh, I grew up on Rambo. It's it's still happening. Your your first blood. First blood. John Rambo. Correct. <laughs> so um, I, I read on to find out why people are removing their nipples. Yep. Yeah, and well, that's I my next question. I thought the excuse was kind of lame, mm. to tell you the truth. Uh, most most men who have their nipple removed don't like their nipples being pinched or bitten. Yeah, so we'll have have it have it off. Yeah, just cut it off. There's a guy in OH and S. They're like, all right, I've got a problem. I eliminate the problem. That's that's the first step. <laughs> that's right. If you can, just cut it off. Well, they're saying yeah. that uh, they're saying that um, they find the removal of their nipple easier than reminding their partners that they don't like to be... Uh, it's way, way easier. <laughs> so much yeah, easier. You know about these uh, dumbass partners that we all have. Oh, I don't want to bother you, love. I just thought I'll cut it off. Oh, so can... I'll just sear it right <laughs> off. Okay. Well, why don't you just tell me not to do it anymore? No, nah, I didn't want to bother you. You can't remember anything no- anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing anyways. Uh, but it's not sexual, Tim. They don't, wanna, they don't want to be in the middle of sex and suddenly scream out in pain. So Yeah, that makes sense. I guess you're that way inclined. That's I wonder if the, the dagging technique works. <laughs> you know, there's the yeah, sheep and they put the sure. lacquer band on the, the, the testicles until they drop off. Well, when they're <laughs> shawning them. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Uh, no, not when they're shawning them. Um, but yeah, that, 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 you know, that happens. If you, if you, if you cut the blood circulation off to a, an area long enough, it eventually just drops off. Well, yeah, I mean, right. what's what's next, boys? I mean, well, do you want to do you want to know what's next? <laughs> I hear you ask. Oh, I think, uh, what's next, Tim? I'm glad you asked. This is um, is this as extreme as body modification gets? I wonder. I hear you wondering. Yeah, um, not quite. Is the answer to that the uh, extreme body modification subculture called smoothies or uh-huh. or nullos? Nullos. I I get smoothies because now you don't have any nipples. I love this program. Yeah. (laughs) Psst. Drink me. Um, Nullos, which is is short for genital nullification. Ken Dolling. Ah, Ken Dolling. Dolling. It is. It is actually Ken Dolling because (laughs) (laughs) it's the surgical removal of said... Now, hold up. Ken's. (laughs) I'd like to just go back just one or two steps in this conversation. Mm. And how quickly you were to pounce on the affectionate title, Ken Dolling. And it seems like when you <laughs> said it, it made a lot of sense. Like you, you're like you, you know this subject. You, you, well, you know I, a lot about it. You do. I tell you what, I've never so thought about this subject, but as soon as I heard about the area, what it was a smoothing, smoothing, smoothing effect. You thought I already picture. know the answer. It's in my head. It's, yep. it's a Ken doll. It is but absolutely. I could never understand it. Uh, I still don't. <laughs> well, it <laughs> says it says here. Anello, for instance, is a man who has all of his genitalia removed for sexual and or aesthetic reasons. Mm. Yeah, aesthetically, like, uh, mine's, like, if we're, to be honest, manscaping, it's way, way, way too big. And it's always, <laughs> like, getting in the way. Yeah. It's always a bo- bother. Yeah. Can't buy jeans, so yeah. might as well just have it off. It's taking the manscape far off. too far. <laughs> Just have it off. Well, how far have you taken manscaping? What's your regime? Because we've been talking far. about that. Not too far. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll maintain, but, you know, um, unashamedly fairly hairless, you know, on the yeah. chest and mm. this business. It doesn't require too much uh, maintenance and on the, in the back and whatnot. And, um, you know, they say shave your pubes. Do they? Yeah, makes your dick look bigger. They say that. No, they don't say shave it, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Shave Trim is- them. <laughs> You're trim. supposed to trim. 
I you've got to maintain a, your business. I like you expect, for, uh, we expect women. Reasons. I didn't, you know, like I didn't pay any attention to it for a very, very long time. But you know, in hindsight, I've always, always sort of have an expectation of the, you know, the the, the women I've known, mm. and um, and you know, I guess it's it's unfair to put all that responsibility of aesthetic yeah. on there. But at the same time, there's only so much you can do. You know, you're yeah. a bloke. You can you can you can work on your physical presence, mm. and you can do a little bit of uh, <laughs> manscaping. But you, you you're still a man, you yeah. know. Yeah, I'm still a man. It doesn't look great. <laughs> well, you know, it's, not, it's not a. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, th- I think just with the shaving thing, you, you you're going down a, a very dangerous path there with the manscaping. You're definitely, uh, if you're listening out there, listeners, and I hope you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Probably not anymore. <laughs> the, the shaving technique is going to. Uh, you're going to get the dots. You're going to get the ingrowns. Sh- oh, you don't want to get a. You don't want to get a razor down. No. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're told to um, shave like upwards, right? <laughs> yes. That's, uh, yeah. Is that oh, what you do? Oh, with no. the grain. So the face changes, the grains change. So you, you don't go up and down. And, so uh, you're playing a risky game with the um, landscape mm. down there. Talking mm. about manscaping. Multi-directional. This applies to the face as well. Mm. I've got a, a good quality pair of like, um, like beard trimmers. And that's all I do, lazy shave my life away. I lazy shave... Mm-hmm. You never see me with a shaved face. No, I'm not, I never put a blade on my face. Never. Fuck that. Yeah. Okay. You look yeah. like you shaved him. I shaved today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. And I wear it well. Wear it well, but you know. Like, no, because I, I find that my when my hair comes through, it comes through like patchy. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a full beard when no, it comes No, 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 no. It looks like my face is dirty. Yeah, so, but that's right. You've taken the, the appropriate, um, you know, technique there. Shave it off. Yeah. Yeah, without cutting yourself. But I, I would, I would hope that the the razor blade you're using is is, is clean. Oh, fresh, every time, fresh, fresh one blade. every time, good. fresh blade every time. Thanks, Jeremy, for uh, look good looking out there. Don't share blades. Don't uh, share blades. And I would, I'd prefer uh, the wax technique myself. That's um, what I've had my neck waxed before. Cassie, my um, my beautiful wife, mm-hmm. she's uh, she does all that kind of stuff. Uh, that was painful. That okay. was very painful, but the hairs didn't grow back for Eons. months. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Uh, That's good. That's why you do it. What's that near hair stuff that you rub on? And all oh, hair near falls hair. Out. I'm That's a little bit be... suspect on that product. Yeah. Yeah. Rub, rub, a, rub an ointment on it and all your hair falls out. <laughs> yeah. Should I say it made that, out of uh, old microwaves? It, would I want to use it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> How did they discover that stuff? That's this. Oh, because question. it's something else. It's, all, yeah, it's well, like it's a something paint else. stripper. And yeah. they're like, hey, all my hair fell out. Yeah, that's right. Someone would have ended up in hospital mm. with all their hair falling out after an industrial accident. And they would have said, what What was it? What was the accident? What was involved in the accident? And that's some right. doctor went, that's brilliant. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. But you know why? That's brilliant that we're living in a, a society where you can, you can have an accident and then... Uh, you know, turn it around. And, that's right. And, and make a product and out make of money it. out money. of it. <laughs> We're taught that's from the case. Look at all the Batman villains. So forth. They are a result of some freakish accident, and now they're, they're usually dealt with some kind of near product. Yeah. Two Face, Joker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got your. <laughs> and and, and Batman is suspiciously hairless. Mm. That's right. You never see a hairy Batman, do you? <laughs> no. We can't have a hairy face. This whole product's built on slickness. But I tell you, when Superman gets the beard, I like that Superman. Like, yeah, I think Superman should have a beard 100 percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, but it's not very aerodynamic. But probably shouldn't matter. (laughs) Shouldn't matter. Yeah, what's it going to matter? Yeah. How does he shave? 
Hey, does he shave? How does he shave? How does he shave? I'm sure other podcasts have uh, touched on this. Well, they well the Superman three when they cut their the hair with bolt cutters mm. and it's holding up a fifty ton thing. It can't be broken, but they cut it with bolt cutters. So. How does that work? That doesn't make any sense. That that movie is... But just as things can't penetrate him from without, maybe things can't penetrate him from within. Maybe his hairs have been growing all this time but can't get out of his hardened steel-like exterior. (laughs) All right. Yeah, those follicles are just backing up. and getting ingrowns all over his body and that's why you never see him in the nude because he's just full of... um, Ingrown hairs. Yeah, but I tell you... Poor Superman, it's actually a life of pain. He's quite isolated and just full of hair. Mm. I think he'd need, he'd need some um, some kryptonite wax, maybe? Just kryptonite very, blades? Kryptonite blades? Yeah, kryptonite-grade nair. 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 You know what's another option, which is um, Superman-like, is they, they can get it off with lasers. They just zap you with lasers and it doesn't grow back. Mm. Depends on your hair colour. You need to... Black hair works better. I don't think us, us gingers, Tim, can uh, can get the old laser treatment. Really? The, the yeah. IPR. Now, I just want to make it clear that um, Jeremy has blonde hair and, and, like, you know, a reddish kind of beard and passes himself off as a ginger, right? Dude, I'm drinking ginger ale right now. Drinking ginger ale. So if he cuts his beard off, he's blonde, right? He could still... He could if he wanted to. Can't be classified as a ginger. You're more of a tinger. <laughs> Just good. a tinge of red. Hmm. You know, I can go both ways. You can. If you, want to, if you want to claim it, you can. You've got that slight complexion, but if you get the beard away, you're on your way. You Tell you what, man. Do whatever you want. In the morning, if I wake up and I identify as a ginger megs, I'm fucking ginger megs. Yeah, okay. Uh, if I want to be a blonde Barbie, well, so be it. I have had uh, bleached blonde hair before. Which may come up later if I uh, read this little story I wrote about nine eleven. So, <laughs> what have you got? Well, we're rec- we're recording uh, on nine twelve, yeah, yeah, or twelfth of the ninth, as us Aussies say. Yeah, but it got to me. It got me thinking about. Uh, well, Cass came to me and said uh, we should go to London. And yeah. I went, oh right, that's weird. Well, this is yesterday. She came to me. I was, like, oh, I, was yeah. I was just there. <laughs> 17 years ago. Jeez mm. Louise. It's a long time. This place has really changed. <laughs> uh, but it's it's affordable now. There's cheaper flights. It's still cattle class okay. with one stopover. But you can get there for a thousand bucks. Return. Bargain. Yeah. All right. It's really good. And then you quickly duck over to wherever. And, uh, <laughs> and fu- whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 80 bucks to get on the train. Yeah. So it was like 17 years ago today. Jeepers. That I was in London. I just turned 22 in July. No longer a boy, not yet a man. In an absinthe-fueled birthday celebration, <laughs> the little green fairy on my shoulder decided it was just a dandy idea to cut off my shoulder length, bleach blonde ponytail, and proceed to <laughs> shave my head to the bone. He was right. It was a good idea. It was a good idea. It's not a great look, but it's not a great look to have a freshly shorn head in Berlin. It was okay. a bad yeah, place to enough. do it. Was it? It gave off a really sort of weird vibe. A like bad vibe? Historically, like that haircut has... Uh, Connotations. Yeah, some undertones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, know, I, always, I always had a shaved head and I grew it out for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. One was a, a complete change of identity. And the other <laughs> one was that, you know, like shaved heads 
are affiliated. Uh, yeah, they don't say they don't send the greatest message, and no. if they do, it's not a message that I particularly want to send. So, well, you grow uh, your hair out. One thing I know about Smart you is son. you don't want to culturally culturally appropriate anyone. Uh, you won't grow dreadlocks, uh, and you won't uh, shave your head. White well, supremacy style. I, d- I did, but just, just for convenience. Why can't we have dreadlocks? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. questionable. When you oh, have a shaved head, you never have bed hair. You never have hat hair. Mm. You know, you're good to go any time of the day. yeah. Do you get burnt a lot, though? Yeah. I'm not a hat guy. I was thinking about this the other day. When I first shaved my head, I went out in the sun that weekend, and I was in a lot of pain. Cupped it. <laughs> a oh, lot of pain, yeah, actually. Yeah. And this, a burnt head. It's this is fun. exactly what happened to me. I had uh, I had a completely burnt face from traveling uh, and then a freshly shaved head that had never seen the light of day. Uh, so, so I had, you had the lines. It yeah. looked like I was wearing a cap, a bald cap of some <laughs> description <laughs> that the uh, makeup department had matched quite right. Right. Yeah. So I looked like an absolute fool. So I left. Uh, I left Germany as quickly as I could. Okay, because of a haircut, <laughs> pretty much. I think it was because of nine um, eleven, right? Well, we're not quite there yet. Okay, continue. This then. is this is July. Okay. Oh, jeez. After vomiting across Europe for a month or two, I found myself in ye olde London town on this auspicious day, nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Early that morning, I was in a pub somewhere nice in the CBD. Take yeah. us there. I'm going to put some street sounds in the oh, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's street street This is actually Chapel Street, but uh, just to give it a bit that of a... That sounds like London. That's a good idea. Yeah, that sounds exactly like the Yeldy London town. The drunks were all gathered around the fat-backed old-school TV. We all watched in disbelief. As, as a tram passed by. <laughs> What's a tram doing in London? <laughs> Uh, Sorry. We all watched disbelief as a hate-filled terrorist crashed a jetliner into the uh, second Twin Tower in New York City, US of A. I continued drinking. And after a while, after a while even, oblivious to the magnitude of what, what I've just witnessed, I finally left the pub. As I walked across that bridge that they have there. What's that bridge? Uh, London Bridge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Didn't that fall down? I know, it was falling falling down, falling down, falling down, of course. But they shored up the, uh, or shorned up the... (laughs) Short enough, they fixed it. Yes. I was obviously eavesdropping on the general public as I was walking around. It was like a wave, a wave of people talking, theorising, debating. Every person I walked past already knew the world had changed or they at least looked like they were just in, in distress. Uh-huh. But I was in London, and every motherfucker in London looks like they're in distress. Okay. They're all a miserable bunch. <laughs> and, you know, sorry to our London listeners, but... Uh, it is that well, way. I could, like, cheer up. That's just what you saw. They've got good chocolate, though. We know that. We do know we that. We do. And thanks for listening, Matty. This, this is all because of Matty. This is dedicated to Matty Will and our Lon- uh, London... Uh, correspondent. correspondent. Thank you. Jinx. <laughs> Because we're coming, Matty. That, this is the point to the whole story. We're coming to London. We're going to do it. We're going to stop uh, stop travelling in Asia as much. Mm, and maybe hit some Europe. I also add, Timmy, that the game of Jinx is quite problematic for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, because of that whole thing. Not do I have to say short enough, short enough, short enough? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt. It was about that time that I decided to get the fuck out of Dodge and book a ticket home. I tucked my tail between my legs and packed Oop. my bags. Is that how you do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tucked my tail back into my thighs <laughs> and decided to prance around in front of a mirror. <laughs> and run from the knees down. What a lovely lady. 
I look beautiful. I had packed my bags. My indefinite stay in Europe had only amounted to a measly three and a half months. The shame of it all. We've been talking about this for years. The terrorists had won. And the exchange rate, if I'm honest, it was pretty shitty. It was <laughs> like 33 pence to the US dollar or to the Australian, Australian dollar. dollar. Why do I say US? I don't know. On the 21-hour flight home, I had a feeling of shame and regret, but I also had a sense of pride. I was returning safely from safely home, almost anorexic, from a successful mission to Europe without losing a kidney or my passport. Or your life. Mm, it was good. Very skinny, though. I didn't eat a lot. Sean also, yeah, he's got some Toblerone going. I did the thing. Anyone up, anyone up for a peek? <laughs> yeah, I'll have a peek. Thanks, bro. This is great. I love, I love eating on the podcast. It's, there's nothing better. I did the thing I'd set out to do. I was no longer a boy. I was a man. <laughs> the very next year, I met my beautiful wife and we fell in love. We travelled to Bali in the face of hate and fear just after the first terrible Bali bombings. This time the terrorists had not won. Love conquered hate and fear. Love is love. I had my ponytail <laughs> back and the world was good again. Hashtag 9-11. I was there at uh, Bali and uh, we went and visited the uh, Bali bombing site. It was like still a wreckage. So it was like that your bad luck of being there when... Um, <laughs> When September 11th happened, but then your next holiday you planned, mm-hmm. just before we went, there was another. Yeah, I said, another bugger, thing. bugger this. Uh, I'm going anyway. I'm going anyway. Gosh, canceling your trip. It's very dangerous. Yep. Should we edit that story out? No, it was great. Fantastic. That was great. Absolutely. I wrote that last night. Okay. I loved it. I loved it. It was very written. <laughs> yeah. If you um, if you repeated a couple of sentences, Wait, was that is that your uh, like Timmy Tur- Turnstile over here does his uh, movie reviews? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it was good. It was a movie. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> and was. I watched it. Yes, it was written. Um, but like, if you if you put a little spin on that and said a couple of sentences twice, like go hit 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 us back up and then. Read read a little bit out, but then read one of the sentences twice, yeah. and then the last two words three times. Yeah, because right? I, I, I tried to... So it I, sounds I, more like a... Hmm. Well, I was writing... I, I was definitely word. having uh, troubles with the, with the uh, delivery, because you might be able to write, but you might not be able to act. And uh, I was trying to read it out, so I said to Cass, I've got to read this out just to make sure I've got all the beats right. And I got... She's like, all right, yeah, all right, I want to hear. I got two sentences in, and I went, nah, I'm out. I'm yeah, not, I'm not reading this. Well, it's up. a different whole. It's a whole different thing. Maybe you but should you, read it. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to read it in uh, Christopher Walken? No, you you read it like how you hear me. Speaking. Okay, okay. Get the fuck out of Dodge <laughs> and book a ticket home. I tucked my tail between my legs and packed my bags. I packed my bags. My bags were packed. You see? Yeah. I see what I'm I saying? See what you're saying? Yeah. Add some. So like. The whole reason why you're writing this is not to write a nice little story, but it's to, to write a poem that you could be sent you know, ah, right. on the street. Mm, I see. On the 21-hour flight home, I had a feeling of shame and regret. Shame and regret. I see. I see now. And then explain, you know, the type of regret. Well, that, that was the thing. The regret was I had, uh, I'd been saving for this trip for years. Yep. You know, every, every pound... I could scratch up. Yeah, scratch and scratch. And I, I had told everyone, I'm going to Europe. There was farewell parties or yeah. party. 
there you was. Need to, you, you need to, uh, like a relatable sense of regret, an analogy, if you will, you know, like mm. when you put something in the grill and then think you can do something else and you remember about the stuff in the grill, but mm. you're reminded about the stuff in the grill by the smell of something burning in the grill. Mm-hmm. And then you feel regret because you knew you knew you were supposed that was to be going there. to happen again. That's the whole reason why you're going to stand next to the uh, grill. Yeah, but you'd write it more poetic than that. Was but, it like mm. you put too many eggs in one basket and then you fell over and then all those eggs smashed on the ground. Yes, you could pick it up and make some scrambled eggs, but you had anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Help me out here. Uh, two, two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I'll continue to uh, write stories um, moving forward. I think, well, I think, I think you should. Jez, you've got a gift. Thank you. That was Thank almost you. a, um, yeah, that uh, was almost a, re- you really must go. It was, wasn't it? Did it take yeah. you there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were there. Have you ever had absinthe? Had that in Berlin. That, that was the, uh, the trigger to, to shave your head. It, uh, I was a, I was a lightweight back then when I was in my twenties. Lightweight, uh, featherweight? Drink, drinking wise. Is lightweight heavier than featherweight? Well, you got banter, bantam. You got, bantam. uh, paper, paperweight. You got, <laughs> you got, you got, Ruffle, Light. Yeah. Ruffles, salt and vinegar, crisps, 30 grams weight. You've got uh, waiting at the bus stop. Yep, um, yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, that stuff's really good. Uh, one shot of absinthe or two and uh, it really, uh, really must go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really good. Absinthe, you really must go. Yeah. Yeah. It's legal, it's just booze, but I don't know, whatever they've done to it. It's, uh... it's brewed from a specific type of wormwood. And I think mm. in Europe it's quite... A significantly amount more potent than it is in mm. Australia. There's an illegal, there's a, there's a, there's an element that's illegal in Australia, okay. and it can be considered to be almost hallucinogenic. I hear. Can you get mm. wormwood uh, synthetic plants or <laughs> just to decorate of... the um, the liquor cabinet with? Yeah, I won't yeah. be distilling down the foliage into any <laughs> exotic liquors anytime soon. That's mm. for sure. No. So we uh, we haven't had the end of the end of days. In a while. No, we haven't. Where's the latest prediction? Uh, well, this there's something that's happened in the news this week. Is this is the news? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, north, east, west, <laughs> south. It's the news. Um, it's some it's news. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's really. I, have, I do it every time. Yeah. The, the, yeah. That third letter is always a doozy. That's the isn't genius. It? You could you could Behind almost. It. Hear my IQ in that pause there. <laughs> yeah, have North we got a uh, west? Have we got a, Have you got a ding on your soundboard? Ah, brilliant! Well that was fucking loud. That was. Sorry, um, they hit it hard. Birth of the first heifer, first okay. red heifer as a cow. Sorry. Yes, yes. Um, in two thousand years, fulfills Bible prophecy ah. and signals the end of days. Oh, this is a South Park episode. Well, it's happened. There's Isn't been three in the past. Episode. What has ha- what's happened? Okay, so it's it's happened three times in... <laughs> Don't lean on the soundboard. It? Um, it's happened three times in the past. This is the fourth incarnation of the Red Heifer, right? Right. From the Bible prophecy. I'm not sure what's the actual significance. Are you guys... Um... We're just trying to... <laughs> you right? Yeah. Do you want a break or? Okay. Yeah, Are oh, you cheersing or what? No, cheers. Okay. You, oh, you're going to swap cheers. cheers. Um, 
Uh, a, a Bible prophecy has been realized as the first red heifer in 2,000 years was born in Israel. Okay. So, so a red cow. It has happened three times before. So this is the fourth time. They've built a temple for this red heifer um, when they thought, it's definitely it. This is definitely it. And those three temples throughout history have been destroyed. Yeah. Okay. Because the, the, it, never, it never happened. It's the end of days. It's, 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 it's not it. It's not, it's not the we red heifer. We got it heifer. wrong. We didn't carry the well, one. So basically what happens is a, a cow mm. has a perfectly um, unmarked calf. Okay. But he's actually red. Yeah, like a uh, red Complete. leather. Red ye- leather, yellow yeah. leather. <laughs> red <laughs> leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. We all say this before we do the podcast. We do. Red leather, yellow leather. Red, red leather, leather, yellow leather. leather. Yeah. She's she Charles, brother. She's Sean. Sean. Um, Sean. Brother, Sean. <laughs> sure. Um, so there's there's a video of this this calf being born. I don't think we really need to see it. But um, We'd love to hear it, though. Absolutely would. So, red cow. So it's like a like what most red haired animals are. It's not yeah. So think of red. think of a um, you got your uh, is it a ranger cow like a a ranger? Yeah, think of well, think of it like that. Think of an orangutan like or a sloth. Are they, they're a bit red, aren't they? Or are they yeah, brown? They are. No, they've they're got marked. That tinge. There's markings though. So yeah. this this has come out and and genetically, it's very improbable that with the markings of the uh, father and mother. That it should have a genetic. Sure, 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 sure. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Uh, so, 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 what are they saying though in relation to the the prophecy, the end of days? Like, what's supposed to happen when the red cow comes? Well, it says it's somewhere in both Judaism and Christianity mm. in their in their big books um, <laughs> that um, it basically feed, the the red heifer features in the tale about the end of times. So we had a couple of cameo appearances the old red heifer. So they're saying it can't be the end of times, there ain't no red heifer. Now there is one. Mm. So they're like, ooh, two thousand years, homie. Hold up. <laughs> two thousand years, homie. You know, we've been waiting for Jesus to come back for two thousand years. I'm still waiting. Is he coming back? So wait a minute. Let me just do a bit of maths here. Two thousand years Don't ago do. was was eighteen years ago. No. Two thousand years ago was the Egyptians. Yeah. yeah, and the Romans and, and eighteen. Yeah, yeah, they're all there. The Jesus, Jesus was there. The red heifer. Uh, they're saying it was two thousand years ago. So, so that was there at the birth of Jesus, maybe. Maybe he or, was there. Or eighteen years. Oh, I can't do the maths. <laughs> he might have been there. Sounds like he's only at all the cool parties. JC uh, doesn't fuck around. Uh, nah. He goes to he nor the red heifer. The good stuff. Mm. But I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this cow. Kill it. <laughs> Does that does that make a difference? Uh, I don't know if it's. Can if we it, go back in time and stop it from being born? No, that, <laughs> well, no, we can't do that, Marty. You know, I, I read recently that um, mathematicians have proven time travel possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll fart now, and you'll smell it later. But it's not <laughs> yeah. like you can go somewhere. Okay. You can't go to another place. You, they just send you in a massive like loop in space then oh, somehow the time, time slows back. down for yeah. you and then apparently people will be able to observe you at a different time and you'll be able to observe them as a different time and you'll be in a box mm. going really fast faster than the speed of light and um 
Yeah, it's like a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> really, like, but, but you know what? The program is called. It's um, it's an anagram for TARDIS. Right. Time and assisted. Okay, look it up. Yeah, look that up. Sean's gonna get get into the old. Sean's gonna get into the old research and trigger pressing. Yep, absolutely. Well, we'll find that that out in just a minute. So just uh, hold your breath for for a little bit. <laughs> I was cleaning out the fridge and I found uh, leftover olives or like uh, what did I call them? What are they called? Pickled veggies, like olives and oh, the mix, the garden, yeah. the garden mix, yeah, uh, pickled garden mix or something. Uh, anti pesto mix. Okay. Gourmet, Delicious. Gourmet delight anti pesto. Been known to see a jar of that. Yeah. Oh, is it that that style? Yeah, what, that in style. oil or is it yeah. vinegar based? Yep. In Pickle. the oils, pickle okay. like sun dried tomatoes and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And it it was off. It had gone off already. So I'd, I'd <laughs> left it, I'd left it in the fridge way too long, and I went, I, what, "Where did this come from?" And, oh, that's right. Have you got an update? No. Okay. Okay. Let's forget it. Let's forget it. It's forget about the TARDIS thing. Um, it's like, oh yeah, where did this come from? It's like, oh, that's right. We, Cass and I went to, to visit some very good friends, and I need to say very good friends. Okay. Um, and we we brought around the. Uh, the <laughs> it got fancy there as soon as you started talking about um, uh, pesto and. Uh, that's right. We had we, olives. olives. We had salmon, salmon dips. Do you Jesus. do you check your wine's legs? Uh, okay. Do you give it give it a swirl? Check of course. It, check its legs. Check its legs. Is love that what a, it is? I love a swirl. Yeah, you got to check its legs. Okay. Swirl it around the glass and watch the way that it falls back into itself, mm. and see the way that it sticks to the edge of the glass, and you can tell a wine's viscosity by the way that it hangs, and it's okay. called its legs. So what? Uh, hanging is bad. Um, no hang is good. Like well, it depends. You got to watch it as it drips, and you can kind of see it. Um, watery wine is more evident of like oh, it's hard to explain, but it separates yeah. rather than sticking and then dripping and hanging. Yeah, I get you. But as it as it as it separates, and and it's kind of evident of um, evaporation, which means it's got like a higher alcohol slash ethanol content. Okay, now, now we're talking. Yeah. So yeah, it's um. See, you know, you know this because you have manners and you will bring a bottle of good wine to, to a function. So thus I can drink some. And this is what we did. We wanted to snack out. So we had all the Pringles. We had the dips. We had the, the biscuits, the cheeses, the <laughs> Everything. Anti- anti-pestos and whatnot. Gone to and a lot of effort. We really pigged out for a couple of hours and uh, they have two young, ki- two young kids and we played with the kids for a while and... We were wrapping it, wrapping it all up, and uh, I decided. Well, I said to them as I was cleaning up the the, uh, the area, are "You gonna see? You gonna eat this?" And they said, "100 percent, we will not be eating this. We will throw it away once you leave. Once you leave, we're not gonna eat this because we've got our own food, and you've just brought around all this fucking food." Yeah. So I said, well, I, sh- I should probably take it. And yeah. so I wrapped up the antipastos and the cheeses and I, uh, t- I took it home. Now, the question is, is that poor form? 
Were you absolutely it's, not? It's a bad no, man. Had a conversation regarding the issue. Were you re- were you reprimanded for doing that? Oh, well, Cass, Cass was protesting, much protesting <laughs> as I was packing all the uh, the goods up, saying, "Dude, what do you? Just leave it here. Like it's theirs now. You've you've brought it into their home. We've <laughs> we've opened it. It's theirs. So wait. So let me just backtrack here. What's you've thrown out of your fridge? Because it's off. Is that the stuff that you took? That's the stuff I brought home. <laughs> so you have to throw it out anyway. Yeah, I threw it out anyway. So you didn't really want. I it. didn't eat it. So is that a breach of etiquette then? Because um, uh, yeah, that's that's the question. Is what, what do you do? It. I'll throw it out. All right. Well, okay. What if you bring a slab to a party? Well, I did this the other night. Slabs actually. don't go off. No. Well, I did this the other night. Bought a slab and realized that everybody was just bringing their own beer. So it looked like I just rocked up with a slab. So I looked like I was going to have like an alcoholic's good time. Um, but, uh, you know, I have, have beers, whatever, boys. I held off a six pack, right? Just to see, just to see what the flow was like, just to see what the grab was like. And, uh, you just you know, throwing in the burly. I just chucked, chucked in, you know, three six packs. And um, at the end of the night, there was three beers left plus my six pack that I stashed. I'm leaving, so I took that six pack. Although I'd bought the beer for the party, mm, mm. nobody asked me to. It was a gift. I was gifting it. Uh, well, you gifted. Can I take you, that six you pack? Gifted. It wasn't eight, seen. You gifted eighteen beers. You didn't gift a slab. Okay. No, well, that's perfectly acceptable, especially if you already gifted a few. You might be going home, the bottle shut. shut. You might actually be an alcoholic and you know need, <laughs> need them to that. get to sleep. You know, yeah. But have then you, I then have I you did still the... got that six pack because I <laughs> no, love that six pack. If you've still got because I'd love another. I drank it as soon as I got home. I couldn't wait. Yeah, um, yeah, but I I had the six pack there, and yeah. um, but then it was my beer, so I put it in the bag but as I'm putting it in the bag I'm realising it looks like I'm stealing beers <laughs> so like it kind of un- I don't know if anybody saw me taking it but um, it kind of undoes the the, the bring the beer generosity of it all when, when it looks like I'm taking the beers and not actually supplying them hey you can't do that have you ever been busted like that at a party stealing the six pack mm-hmm. the, the last six pack oh a traveller no probably drank them all and somebody else's. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Not not by recollection. What do you usually do when you get invited to a, a function or, you know, um, a soiree? What do you bring? What do you do as a guest? Um, well, it depends on the, the caliber of the event. True, um, true. But let's say we're talking, you know, straight down the middle of your, your, your everyday event i'm going with my you know, my lovely partner and um you know we're going to um you know and see some other lovely partners for, for a civilized event then i'll yeah, probably yeah. bring say it was, it was a lovely you know, day you'd say a lovely day <laughs> yeah. i would probably bring some some wine mm. okay are we talking like for sharesies or for persos um <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a, that's a good Jeremy question. So you, I, I bought the wine. No, no. I'm if you, drink if it. you bring the wine, that is uh, that is up for grabs. As soon as that's that corks out of it. Yep, I agree. I agree. You got a cork sound it. on that uh, soundboard there. You want to? Um... No, that's <laughs> no. Ooh, nice wine. Oh, and it tastes it great. Like great shit. legs. <laughs> um, no, no, a bottle of, bottle of red. 
Um, uh, and probably I like a good cheese. Is that like, your go-to? Because I know you usually bring chocolate. So yeah, would Dep- you say? Uh, well, it depends on the event. I'm very event specific. Mm. You know, we're going to bring wine and bickies to the podcast. Mm, Although you know, we could do that one day. You know. Well, we've, we've we've done a fair bit of eating on the show, and Jesbot just just will not. Uh, That's right. Well, adjust to it. Dan Oz uh, put me onto this uh, when he first started listening, before he was a regular host, and said, uh, b- "Boys, I had to turn it off. You yeah, were but he's you were a eating spewer. You were eating chocolate or whatever chips. I think it was." Yeah. Okay, well, right. well chips are pretty hardcore. Good. It's pretty hardcore. So chips, if you don't especially. like if you don't like hearing us eat on the podcast, come in. You're welcome to be a host. Hey, <laughs> I don't know if it goes down all that badly. You know, our listeners send us food. This is yeah, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. And we're happy to take uh, any payola, any gifts uh, from any of our listeners. You keep saying that. Yeah, <laughs> including food. Mm. And we've actually even said if you send us food, we'll eat it on air. So, <laughs> yeah, this is true. We have actually we have said it. Said it. Mm. Well, I'll, uh, we tend to... Cass will bring a salad. That's mainly out of... Uh, she generally can't eat uh, the salads that are there, like a potato salad. That would you know, put Cass down for the count. Right. Especially if it's got a bit of garlic in it. Mm. So we'll bring our own salad. Um, of course, I'll always bring ice because... Too many times you'll go to a function, there's not enough mm-hmm. ice. Or dirty be, ice. Yeah, the the ice that tastes like uh, fridge. Oh, the the, the tastes like ice that tastes like fridge. Is there anything yeah. worse than that? <laughs> You're not supposed to eat that ice that forms on the side of your freezer, nah. man. But then, like, <laughs> that's not one of the earliest lessons that you learn. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> but then, generally, we'll also bring a gift. You know, uh, Cass will always have uh, a gift for the kid, or if it was your birthday. Just recently, uh, Cass knew that, and she'll bring a gift. Nothing expensive, maybe a card. Oh, a gift is is good. What have you? But when we are invited to people's houses, we uh, we we tend to over cater rather than under cater. That can Tim, happen. But Tim, that's, you, that's, that's cultural. Yeah, I've, 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 that's cultural, and it's it's not necessarily a bad thing to do. You might put yourself out of pocket, and it might not mean much to the people that you do it for. But we do it anyway. Well, the pocket thing is, uh, you know, you would assume that your good friends have put on something like oh, they, they've, they've spent. It's like when you Absolutely. get invited to a wedding, you got to say to yourself, well, we've got to give them at least, you know, what they spent on us. 25 a head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 25 a head per, per groom and bride, you mean? Well, I'm thinking... <laughs> so I'm thinking 25 each or 25... Oh, yeah, no, 24, yeah, isn't it? Or, know, what's, what is that? What's, what's catering? Oh, God, well, look, you've got to be at 35 bucks a head for, for the food, and then you've got to say another 35 bucks for booze, and then the venue. You're up to a good wedding venue should be around about the 140 at least per head. Per head, 120, 140, I would have said. Yeah, so if you get invited to this wedding, you need to be chucking at least two fifty. Yeah, I reckon the cash, the cash thing's good because this is straight reimbursement. Oh, hundred percent. Give them the cash, but then if you've travelled, 
Yeah. What's what's the Especially deal there? overseas? Overseas. If you've had if you've had to travel overseas to go to a wedding, well, there's oh, no no presence. No, yeah, presence. no presence. There. No presence. No, don't bring a present. Uh, you do something thoughtful, like turn up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But I'll go to any wedding I'm invited to. I don't. I'm. I'm right there. I've got so many suits now. Yeah. From oh, you love a good wedding. I, I did. Uh, you love love Frank, is love is love. Love is love. I did. Uh, who doesn't 15, love love? Fifteen weddings last year. How much love do you have now? I've I've seen that there's like a template for a wedding. It comes in three different forms. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Uh, Wedicate. Is this Wedicate? I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, there's three. Like they say, we don't want a traditional wedding. But what they don't understand is that by saying we don't want a traditional wedding, it's a tradition of one of these three methods of doing a wedding. Non-traditional. So I guess you're doing that. It's, you're not being original. Well, like a Star Wars wedding is non-traditional. Oh, no, we don't want the first dance. We don't want to cut the cake. Oh, uh, yeah. Want, we just want to get in and have a party. We're you know, taking photos like... before the the function, all that stuff. Yeah, or we get married at the engagement party. Oh, yeah, you know, that, like that Breaking tradition. tradition. Yeah, yeah, well, that's um, the first one. That's the first one, and then you've got the tradition. Yep. So all the bells and whistles, um, you know, lights come on for dessert, mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of stays, you know. First dance, um, cutting um, the cake. Father, father-daughter dance, <sighs> mother-in-law, groom dance. Speeches. Speeches mm. from everyone, um, and they're all heartfelt. The whole Johnny, when uh, when he was two years old, uh, and then he's you know now he's fifty years old, but they tell the entire story. Mm. You know, like, I guess the like, other uh, you are now. <laughs> I guess the other one is the uh, the it kind of fits into the category of it's it's a wedding that it's just not going to work out. You know, it's not going to work out. It's like a shotgun wedding, like a, at a scout hall. Yeah, it's a throw together with um, streamers and balloons. I did a I did a wedding, I did a wedding <laughs> once that um, I think it was last year or the year before, and the the bride was uh, in where they set up the the arch to get married in their, in their farm sort of property. Mm. Um, it was right in the sun, so in the heat of the moment, where they she's getting she's starting to get heat stroke like. Right and super bad. You'd assume that she's fasted, she's she exercised, hasn't eaten, she hasn't yeah, eaten all that business, right? All that champagne business. at seven a.m. when she's getting her hair did. Yep. yep, all that, all that business. And then um, she had a. Uh, they're doing the vows, right? Right in the thick of the vows. So the the celebrant who was like, and, and we'd also like <laughs> to well welcome you you to. This fantastic uh, union of these two love, lovely people. Yeah, <sighs> he just uh, <laughs> he or he or she she, she had just uh, spent one hundred and sixty bucks online and became a celebrant. <laughs> pretty first, much first gig. Pretty much. So while they're doing the vows, hush, 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 and I'll always love hush, 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 you. Um, <laughs> so there's a uh, love is like so one of the bridesmaids is come is like leant over and just gone you know like that to her like that right. sort of sort of brushed something off on off the wedding dress and the um, the bride stopped saying the vows and go what are you what are you doing what are you doing she goes oh just just 
I just, I'm doing my duties I just, as I, your I just brushed off. A, I just brushed off a little spider or something. And she fucking lit up. <laughs> oh, from, my God. From, from spider, the word spider. That there was, I can't believe this. On my wedding day, there was a spider on my dress. She ruined it. Yeah, it's like, I can't believe this is happening right now. The day is ruined. Freak out. It was a freak out. It was a freak out. Okay. And she, re- recovery? She didn't finish her vows, right? God mm. damn. They recovered mm. with the old, oh, we'll just get, we'll just get Larry to, to, to <laughs> do his vows, I guess. So he did his, his bit. But she freaked out. Then within about 20 minutes after that, it was, it was party time. You know, we're going to do this, we're do that. Non-traditional kind of wedding, so they didn't have Absolutely a first Absolutely non-traditional. Non-traditional. So she, yeah. she disappeared, right? So we're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, she's, she's sort of gone. I didn't know where the dunnies were, right? <laughs> so, and I'm DJing this wedding. So and you say dunnies because it was a... It's went, a farm thing. So yeah, where's, so where's not, the porter dunnies? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because... I don't know where the dunnies at. But So what I did is I ducked behind the shed, right? Right. Where no one was looking. Did my business, but I could, I could, hear, I could hear the bride in the bathroom that was facing the, uh, mm. where I was going. So I was, I'm sort of like under the window. It's all, fog, it's all fogged out like a... You know, yeah, like a but like a scene from Titanic. No, not not foggy, not foggy, but you know when the when Tinted. the glass is, you Tinted. can't see through the glass. Yeah. So you can, they, oh, they fr- frosted, frosted, frosted. Yeah. frosted. <laughs> Thank you, boys. And I heard her screaming at the top of her lungs, still like having some kind of anguish reaction, and then in between going. <laughs> then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry for the sympathetic. Then, uh, then the out there. then the ambulance turned up and uh, took her away. Right. <laughs> oh, just, you know, and uh, that was that on a stretcher. Or anyway, <laughs> I, was, I was on a thread. I lost the thread. So she left. She left in the ambulance, and uh, the wedding was over. Yeah. Uh, how, how over? Uh, Wrap it up. Well, lights, f- lights on. Pack oh it no, up. no, no! The, the the whole night happened, but the, just the bride wasn't there at all because she must have she must have had a heat stroke. She must have had a heat stroke. Short, 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 short enough. Of course, she had heat stroke <laughs> and a few champagnes. But yeah, obviously there is a certain amount of it. But the fried wedding the, the spider freak was a bit. Uh, yeah, it's a breach of wedding etiquette. So, so that was the, that was that was the the formats that. Oh, the three it. formats. You have the, so the, the cra- third? Yeah, yeah, the third one is you have the insane crazy... The throw together. The, no, the crazy wedding. The one where it all turns to shit. Yeah. Uh, the other one's not too bad. Have your tradition. As long as it goes smoothly and everyone was there and you got your prezi, prezos. Um, uh, and the other, the first one, as long as you did something original... Yeah, you but got the, married. Everything was fine. Okay, can you I just, don't you don't want the third one? Can I throw a subcategory mm. and what what appears in two forms of the wedding: the untraditional mm. and the throw together wedding, is the the skip in and the dance in to um to a song like "And Here's Your Bridal Party." You know, you've Love got um, Jenny. It's just a level or two <laughs> down from the flash mob. It's flash mob ish. 
If right. you're in a flash mob, do you have to buy presents? Because that <laughs> takes a lot of investment. Well, the last wedding I was at, which was only a couple of weeks ago, we uh, flew to Sydney and there was a, that whole other story I told. I didn't actually tell you about the wedding, which was a great wedding. Mm. Uh, but they had a crazy um, wedding singer. Oh, yeah. You sent me a video of that. <laughs> right. So what's the etiquette on this one? This guy was good. He was hilarious, uh, and I loved everything he did. But he came out in a um, he came out in a helmet at one stage with no shirt on. Brilliant, <laughs> right? And then he was in a cape, and he'd be on the floor. Costume changes, costume changes. changes. He'd be Brilliant. on the floor. Do you do costume changes, <laughs> Timmy Taco? I do uh, t-shirt changes mid set. Not mid set, but no. like if Daily. I if I if I'm doing a set with a live thing and I'm DJing for two different guys on the same night, I'll change. Right, yeah. But okay. That's, here's the yeah. thing about this wedding. That's that's something you that's included in the price. Like yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, inclusive. <laughs> Fresh yeah. Yeah. The, the thing about this wedding was like classy. Like really classy, uh great wedding, beautiful setting. Nice food. Oh, oh man, the food was amaze balls. Like Cassie's uh Intolerances of certain foods were met with uh, for canapes. She got a uh, a shot glass of uh, soup of pumpkin soup, right? You know, right. like a okay. full on party. The soup was that good. You, was... you only need thirty mils. An amazing, yeah, that's right. Uh, barely hits the sides. Gee, I'm done already. I don't remember drinking. No. But uh, this guy, this this wedding singer, was Lucy Goosey, and I, I'm I'm not sure. So, as a if comedy he was... actor, like, what's the deal? Well, I've got a, I've got the video here somewhere. Yeah, I've got to... one here. This is him. This is when he's on the floor in his cape, and he's playing that. What's the thing where it's a keyboard and it's in your uh, mouth and you harps, blow harpsichord? Right. So he's no, on the. Not his, is it? That's a um melod. Yeah. Mel- yeah. Uh, Melophone or something. Right, so he's Malatron. He's on the floor <laughs> playing an AC, Mouth organ AC, ACDC song while one of the best man, men is uh, doing push-ups uh, <laughs> on top of him, right? So, yes. <laughs> yep, that's classic uh, Australian wedding party tracks. Yeah. That's in plain view. There he goes. So live band, live band, awesome. How many, how many people in the band? Uh, four people, really uh, highly skilled musicians. Were, were they all dressed up? No. So it's just he's a loose cannon, and wonder, when when he's at a wedding, they found him. I don't know. Oh, he comes with the pack with the with the place. Oh, they they recommend this celebrant. She doesn't um or ah. Uh, they uh, recommend this type of uh, band. And you can either have the, the the cool guy or you can have the... You can have the straight guy. Which, do you want the traditional or do you want the untraditional? Exactly. Yeah. See? Because they know. And it is. There's only three <laughs> methods of doing it. Right? That guy's gone out, a li- out on a limb. Mm. But if you want to do something different and you don't want to go the flash mob, but you want to be untraditional... Ah, you go a little, little bit go, crazy on the wedding singer. You go a little singer. bit crazy. Like you, you, you pep it up. You go... Mm. Um, Space theme or 
um, crazy singer we're in a movie and what the hell's going on kind of electro doof <laughs> yeah well the next time I get married I plan <laughs> <laughs> that's for you Cass yeah. love you babe have you got a whip sound Woo! in that uh, soundboard over there it's start, uh, start hitting uh, no. some bloody buttons yeah, oh, no. it's TJ and the sponge on your drive time commute. It's early in the morning and you're going to work. Ah. And on your way to work, uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, discuss a few little things with you that might brighten up your morning. And um, here we are. We're at the Escape Pods. I'm Sean Enough and I'm here with Jezbot and Timmy Tucker. And we want to tell you that... It's great to be here. Thanks, Sean. It is quite very good to be here. You don't have to tell me twice, Jezbot. No, it's great to be here, funny Sean. Thing <laughs> funny, funny thing happened to me this morning, blokes. I uh, couldn't find the keys to my car. <laughs> Could you? Well, uh, how'd you get here? <laughs> I found them. All oh, right. Where were they? <laughs> oh, they were where I usually oh, leave them. Yeah. Where did you leave them last? Uh, yep, where I put them down, I think. <laughs> oh, they're always in the last place you look. In the first place you think. And when you find them, you always remember how the fuck you left them there in the That's first right. place. I, I do remember putting, putting them on the uh, key hook. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's, a, here's a hot tip if you're trying to break into your car. Uh, you locked your keys in the car. You know where the keys are, but you can't get them out. And you could do the old coat hanger and you try to uh, bend it just in such a way that you can latch onto that, you yep. know, the, the, the button they have on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. And you trigger that. What you've got to do is you get yourself, you go to the door store or Bunno's and you get yourself... Um, Hold up. <laughs> Are you just about to tell all of our listeners how to how break, break into cars? cars? No, how to retrieve your keys from your, your car. car. Oh, I lost the keys to my car. Your car. Say if you had, for example, lost your keys in your car and, mm. and you just needed to get into your own car to get mm. your keys, what would you do? Mm. Well, what you'd do is you'd go to the door store or Bunno's and you'd get this, uh, it's like a little, it's a pouch. It's like the size of a wallet, uh, but the pouch actually inflates with an air pump mechanism. Oh, right. Does, does it work? So what you do is, you, this is what, uh, well, the last time I locked my keys in my car, I called the locksmith. He came out. He was in my car in 15 seconds and he had one of these pouches. He pumped it up. And you get them at the door store because it's for carpenters. You, you, you put it under the door and you can just pump it slightly and adjust the door just before oh, you... Oh, get put, your level right before get you your put your right, everything. You know, all that kind of business, right? right? But what you do is you take this pouch and you shove it in that little crack in your door and then you start pumping. Pumping. And it bends the door... Just enough, or not even just enough, enough to get a... Sean enough? Sean enough. <laughs> this thing will bend your door. Not bend it, though. Just has rotate it. Not, it. Has just it not break the glass? It doesn't, because the whole door sort of rotates. It's like it's there's tolerances in this stuff. Mm. And uh, you pump it, you pump, pump, and then you can get either a uh, small child's hand down there or... You know, you wire wire technique, your coat hanger. Look. I'd go the wire technique personally. I don't and know look, about the small child. That's how you break into a car, stealing a car. I mean, it's a stealing whole other story. It's a whole yeah. other story. That's right. Talk about whole other stories. Um, <laughs> a sad uh, day it has been in the last couple of days. Nine eleven. Uh, yeah, well, nine eleven. The you know. That's been bad, you know. The it was bad, man. Anniversary, of, and it was bad. It changed the world. That, that time, the world. that time I cut my nipple. 
was that pretty was, bad. That, pretty that was pretty that bad. That wedding was terrible. It was bad. It wasn't. Ju- it wasn't like this. It wasn't. Wasn't live like this. This isn't bad, bad like Michael Jackson bad. This isn't bad. This is some of the best music I've ever heard. This is bad, bad, good, bad. This is Michael Jackson bad. Yeah. But this is um, Mac Miller, who sadly passed away a couple of days on the 7th of September did, 2018. Yeah. Hip-hop, hip-hop um, sensation Mac Miller. Hip-hop sensation. Young fella died at the age of 26 of a suspected drug overdose. 26? Was yeah, 26. Was, what's, that, what's the club? 27. 27 club. You're not in there, buddy. He missed. Yeah. What he about missed Biggie Smalls and Tupac? They weren't uh, twenty-seven. They were below twenty-seven. I think they were in the twenty-fives. Yeah, but, but uh, so it's a pretty exclusive club didn't quite make it. Now I haven't heard much of this guy. Like I'm only hearing it now this week. Uh, I picked this up on our local PBS uh, community radio station. Great station. <laughs> uh, but uh, it seems that it was. Good. Why haven't I heard it was about this guy? He produced his own tracks. He was a musician and uh, respected amongst the mu- music community. It was, it was it was live, man. It was he had some I'll, great I'll just uh, interject there and tell you why you've never heard this guy because you hate everything and everyone. Jeremy. Oh, that's yeah, that checks out. Yeah, that's. And you were, was probably told true. you were probably told to listen to this a thousand times, but uh, because you were told. Um, yes, but anyways, I thought I would just pass a little bit of uh, respect and light and love that way, and uh, you know, mm. to anyone that's. Uh, Affected by the the deaths of celebrities, you know, no discredit to you because I'm usually not. But uh, young Mac, you know, it's it's sad when a good soul passes. Look, you know, it, uh, it definitely hits you in certain ways. I know when uh, David Bowie and Prince died, you get you stand back and Prince go, well, hot one. diggity. Well, not maybe not not hot diggity. You go, <laughs> you go, God damn, if Prince, Prince God and diggity. Uh, and, uh, and David Bowie can die, shit, maybe I'm gonna die as well. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Because they had right all now. the money and all the uh, access to all the stem cells, all the doctors. Yeah, that you know is a good saying? point. That is a good point. And if you want to make music and you want to get a record deal, I reckon don't get one with Warner Brothers. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Or they, Disney. They come for that shit. I don't know. Uh, all right. Hey, what's the rabbit with... hole? Is that you? You down a rabbit hole with that one? Oh. Uh, I'm not even going to open that can of worms. Well, I'll d- open it slightly. <laughs> okay. With Aretha Franklin, who uh, R.O.P. Uh, died last week terribly. It's, it's just such a shame. But <laughs> it's a shame as well. Didn't have a um, a will. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> didn't have a will. She would be. This is according to uh, the internet. She would wouldn't come on stage until she was paid in cash, in a briefcase, whatever. For mm. her performance, okay. Uh, I don't know where all that cash is, but didn't have a will apparently. Just as Prince didn't have a will. That's now and now, what happens is, um, you know, Aretha had fifteen kids or whatever. It's going to go into litigation. Yeah, they'll miss out. Some Everything's going to get sucked get away. And then what happens is someone like, I'm not saying Warner or Sony or I'm not saying that, but just as an example, they swoop in and then get that cheddar. That they get that they get that Aretha. They get that they get that Aretha, that Aretha and, and Prince. Um, the back catalogue cheddar. cheddar And they do They actually own the back catalogue Which actually They is, do now You know there's a, there's a bit of money in that And um, Billions you know, Mac Miller's album Swimming came out A couple of months ago And it's been doing okay But not great But, but now It's number one now <laughs> Yeah it's number one now So what So it's 
so like he overdosed because last album of the deal well. last album of the deal mm. uh, but anyways who's saying that I mean you didn't say it I and didn't he, say it and I he used to go it. out with Ariola Grande yeah Onion oh god I can't say it Ariola Big Ball Grande whatever her name was I don't know what, anyway I don't know what's with that are we, shame, to, are we all supposed to like respect, her? Respect. I don't think so. No? Anyway. I, I mean, I don't know much about... I don't know anything about her. I don't at all. I don't at all. But it's, it's, quite, it's quite sad to see. Um, you know... The infighting. Because he's brushed with this, you know, Ariana Grande who's had a bit of pop star f- fandom. Mm. And um, most of the popular posts that I've seen announcing Mac Miller's death have been... Ariana Grande's ex has died. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, is that her? Okay. So That's she's right. going That's to... That's the tie-in. Okay, right. A massive right. amount of publicity. And, and the whole the reason why she gets publicity is because she's a Nickelodeon child or one of those Disney kids or whatever. Ah. Do you know what I mean? She's like a mouseketeer. She's a... Kind of styles. She's one of She's the, in with uh, the cool kids. I guess. Well, she's she's cast her. She's cast with the cool kids, don't you mean? And by cool kids, yeah. you mean creepy old white dudes. The yeah, one, you got your She's surrounded by tragic events. There was a bloody terrorist attack at one of her shows in Manchester. Oh, there was. Yeah. The people died and it was a, a horrific event. Mm. And Jesus, that got some airtime, didn't it? Sure did was good for press. Sean did. Yeah. <laughs> Sean did. <laughs> yes, that's true. But, you know, there you go. respect to the okay, respect, yeah, respect, respect, respect respect yeah. fallen. Give us, uh, give us one more hit on that, uh, that guy. Okay. Yeah, but like we've got that. to hear this bass line provided by Thundercat. Um, Have we actually turned into a radio station? <laughs> Coming up next, we've got Mac Miller. 24 hours a day, three, seven days a week. All Mac Miller, all Thundercat, all day. Miller FM. He's dead but not forgotten. Thanks. <laughs> the station that plays only deceased artists. <laughs> You've got your Prince, Bowie, Aretha Franklin, Elvis. Yeah, that's not bad. Jim Morrison, you got Janis Joplin. We could like, we could actually do that. Tchaikovsky. You got to be dead to be on one hundred three point ten FM. That's right. Dead FM. You ain't with it till you're dead. Well, that leads into our segment. We want to do celebrity seance. Yeah, that's got to come up. Well, we uh, conduct a seance and we uh, bring up the spirit of a uh, deceased celebrity. Artiste. And we interview and, them. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. That's coming up soon. Yep. It's in the, in the We're going to do that with a woogie, a woogie board? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Have you ever or done would a... you employ a medium? That's probably easier. Oh, we could, we get we a medium. Reach, we could reach out and ask. Get a, <laughs> we could reach around. Um, but if we were going to reach <laughs> out for a out medium, there. they should already know that we want them... <laughs> So, just call, just call Should us. Should already again. be here. Yeah. What, where are you? Where? What took you so long? Pretty much. Yeah. Sorry, I thought my phone was ringing. Are you going to take a call? No, it wasn't really. I was joking. Yes, and uh, <laughs> back on the streets. Back on the streets of Windsor. Thanks for having us at uh, your studio, Sean. And I. It's been an absolute pleasure. Excellent. So we, is out. this what you, record, you recorded today? This is actual Turak. Are we in Turak? What? This is Windsor. This is just a bit of uh, ambiance recorded oh, nice. down from the end of um, down here in uh, Chapel Street, Windsor. 
Getting yep. a bit of tram action. Just cool. at the end of the uh, street here where we, you have your amazing studio. That's right. It is, uh, it, it is, it's, quite, it's quite the space. And um, um, it's been a pleasure to uh, get a bit of a escape pod action out there. Yeah, it's short enough you really must go. The yeah. Only, oh, yeah, it is. The short only downside enough, yeah. is that when we do it here, I can't get Red Rooster. Oh, yes. Which is half the reason why I do the podcast. So I'm sort of actually indebted this evening. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And Jess loves to, uh, your lovely partner loves to go to chatty during the uh, yep. our podcast. During the podcast. Well, who? what young lady doesn't like going to Chadston on a late night shopping night? You tell me. You, 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 you tell call me. In. <laughs> you call in on, uh, what is the, uh, do you know what? Forget about all the Facebook and uh all that business. Forget, forget about it. it. Forget about it. <laughs> We've forgotten about it. Yeah. I think we sort of have. I don't think we mention it. <laughs> so don't mention it. So no Pfeffernus? Oh, Pfeffernus we can do. Pfeffernus is that we're here at the studio and... No, Tim. Oh, <laughs> this, is a, uh, this is a segue for you to advertise the record. Ah, the record. Mm. Ozploitation. Mm. A documentary which is officially out um, from the weekend. And should be available via PayPal, hmm. which you can just order. It's, it's mainly going to be hand-to-hand sales. So what is it? It's a scratch. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's the, the first DJs, ever yeah. all-Australian hmm. sampled um, battle scratch record. Hmm. And it's a, it's the um, first of its kind. Certainly not the last. And uh, Get yeah. it while you can. Yeah. I think it probably will go down... As a bit of a collectible, it's so, yeah. a it's a historical moment. How, how are sales? Uh, good. Yep. Yeah. Sales good. Yeah. They're they're getting snapped up. So getting uh, quick. So yeah, when you say hand quick. to hand, where is he well? When back I say alleyways? hand to hand, you go to um, the Master Australia on Instagram, and there'll be some links there that allow you to just order it via PayPal straight from the and source. And it gets sent here straight from the source. And, and I thought it'd be great. Uh, bit of kit for your international scratch dj absolutely uh, someone so. overseas they, do love- they love the aussie accent and it's filled this this album is filled with little samples of go get it's all the, it's all aussie, the aussie, aussie sayings throw a shrimp on all the barbie the samples was on there. And stuff and it's a bit australiana was there Stone any the um, ostentatious Sample uh, in not in this one. Oh, fantastic that's probably good news that's good hey, news. Uh, how much can a koala bear <laughs> <laughs> About oh, six so kilos. Has anyone got any more? Oh, it's, uh, it's a sunburnt country. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, you Do you got know what sh- it is? Oh, he's going to pull it. Oh no, I've got the vinyl here, but we, uh, yeah, we don't have time for that. No, we don't. Certainly don't. Have time for that. <laughs> but I tell you what, Tim, it's uh, and Sean, it's been uh, a pleasure being here in the faux Turnstile Records presents Escape Pod. Studio. Studio, yeah. It yeah. absolutely has been. And um, before we close out, I'd just like to, uh, on behalf of the Escape Pods, pay respect to the wall Warring tribes, you know, the uh, the original people, past and present, of our location. Mm-hmm. And we do have to um, acknowledge them every single time. Oh, abs- abs- yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? A bit of too little, too late, but that's what we do. <laughs> that's you what know. we do. The, little, yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the um, well done credo of the uh, podcast. Too little, too late, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I like that. Okay, yeah, put that on a plaque. I'm Jez Bot. I'm Timmy Taco. <laughs>
Oh, sure enough. Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. The ship will self-destruct in exactly two minutes and 45 seconds.